Welcome to the Apologia Podcast, the audio-only archive of the Apologia YouTube channel. Note that some content was designed to go with visuals, but the imagination can be a powerful thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider giving it a 5-star rating on the podcast app you're using now to help us reach more people. Or, since this endeavor is ad-free, consider going a step further and supporting us for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash But for now, let's get to the episode. Part of the Ham and Egg News series, posted August 31st, 2022, titled Bad Advice for College Girls, featuring Emma Thorne and the Skeptic. Welcome to Paul Ogier and another edition of Ham and Egg News. The show where we react to Ken Ham reacting to things. I'm the Skeptic, a British atheist living in Bible Belt America. Ooh. And I'm Emma Thorne, a British atheist living in Britain. <laughs> Which makes <laughs> complete sense. Yes. <laughs> I'm not As a traitor. Mm. <laughs> oh, I keep getting called a turncoat, actually. That's fair. That's correct. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and now now I agree with them. Mm. Um, I, I like that we're also keeping this as like a, a British takeover with our Commonwealth buddies from yes. in Canada. Yes, this is the Commonwealth through. No Americans allowed. <laughs> if you're American, you're watching this, you're banned. Oh, sorry. We just alienated half your audience, Paul. <laughs> the majority, probably, of the audience. <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tim Chapey, and I'm joined today by Patricia Angler and Dr. Kaya Kloster, and we're going to be covering uh, several news items for This you. ham and eggs is hamless, because we've got no Ken Ham on there. No we ham, do it's have pure eggs. Pure eggs, not a delicious meal. No. That's, um, no. A lot of protein, right. it's fine. <laughs> a lot of estrogen, you want to be careful. Oh, yeah. And lots of tooting, because you all know what happens after you eat lots of eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 39 years old and I just made a fart joke. Uh, anyway. They never stop being funny. That's the thing about no, fart humour. It never stops being funny. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's see, let's see what Ham and Eggs has to say. So let's jump into those topics. And this first one here is these pollinating crustaceans are the bees of the sea. And for a long time, they thought that you know, these insects were only used on land. To, uh, to pollinate plants, but now they think that they've got evidence that they can also pollinate uh, plants in the water. So what do you think? I think it was some, some really good science. I, I was trying to remember um, what kind of doctor she was, and I, we searched it Cardiovascular? up. Cardiovascular? She, she's a heart physiology. She's Cardiovascular a, a heart... physiology. Yeah, so it's great that a doctor of cardiovascular physiology has an opinion on biological evolution. Yeah, we've got That's... a heart doctor... We've got. I've already forgotten. I feel terrible. I've already forgotten the other lady's name. Pat. Don't know. Don't know what she does. Patricia. 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 Don't Patricia. know what she does. And then we've got the obviously Oscar award-winning <laughs> Tim Chaffee, whose name I've got wrong my entire life. Every time Chaffee. I've ever mentioned him, I've called him Chaffee. Yeah. Which I feel well, bad that's about. That's another thing that that's a, that's a uh, an American slash British divide because some say chaff and some say chafe, right? True, true. I I, I, I think, think I'm just going to call him Gigantor after his role in the works. Creation Museum store uh, <laughs> films. He survived. I did. Man, can I call you Gigantor? Uh, sure, dum dum. Oh, got me. An Oscar winning with a with a K because mm-hmm. you know like how they they like to give themselves awards. Yes. Um. So it's O S K. ER. Oscar, Oscar with a K, much like yeah. Doctor with a K, exactly. Wait, is it AR? It's uh, wait, I, Oscar. Now I, now I'm, Oscar. Like the, I, like the grouch who lives in the bin, Oscar. Oh, which 
I mean, he's hairy. Tim, not so much. Tim, so. not so much. No. <laughs> do you do you remember Tim Nice but Dim from the Fast? Was it the Fast Show? No, Harry Enfield and Chums. No. Oh, you're too young. Oh, I'm that was sorry. A wasted, I'm a, a too much wasted. of a baby. Sure. All right, I'm showing my age. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> back to the bees of the sea. <laughs> They were demonstrated scientifically to, to be active in that in the sea, which was a first. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like you said, that's just good observational science. It's a cool research design. But since they started with evolutionary worldview presuppositions... We've got to start with a presupposition of, of no God, whereas they do with God. Mm. Oh, you don't. I mean, you could start with a presupposition of God and still believe in evolution. This is a, Remember, their perspective is extremely narrow very few uh-huh. people start with the perspectives that the earth is like six thousand years old we could start with a, a position of oscar the grouch did it yeah yeah i prefer Why that not? actually yeah it would make a lot more sense if <laughs> the god of the bible was oscar the grouch yeah <laughs> i would be more into that honestly all worship the trash can of life uh, or something like that yeah Right. From an evolutionary perspective, if, thing, if the first life form that ever evolved is, is asexual, it can reproduce by itself. It doesn't need a, a partner. It doesn't need to have the male and female. Why would you ever evolve the two different parts? The, 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 you have to have, to have two different mm-hmm. uh, specimens in order to, to multiply. It would be so much easier if it's just the one. So why would evolution make something far more complex if, if that was how things really happened? Insert something about asexual and, and uh What's the other one? <laughs> Not asexual reproduction. I'm so I feel like I'm drunk today. Sexual, right? Because the That's A the is one. just non. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> clarifying because I cannot think today, apparently. Um what, were the were the first first life forms even as far ahead as asexual? Didn't they just split? That does that count as asexual? I think that asexual? is asexual reproduction, right? Okay. Thanks for clarifying, because was, I'm not a scientist. Like, I feel like neither of us are qualified to right. weigh in on this part. And you're much closer to school age than I am. Uh, so, well. <laughs> <laughs> so you should remember. I uh, Yeah, I'm going to assume that I'm right. Because uh, yeah. that seems to be the method of answers in Genesis. So that's, it's there fine. There you go. Just assuming that's, we're that's right. That's what we do. I also like, I like that, that Tim goes for, you know, why would evolution choose to make it more complicated and mm-hmm. then he's also going to be like, but you see, evolution can't choose. It just ha-. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <then. laughs> so can we go back to what you said a minute ago where you yeah. were sort of making it up? No? It, it picks the simplest route because that makes the most sense. Yeah. I mean, it just happens. And whatever is more survival- yeah. survivable, that's... Ta-da. That's the one that goes through. That's the one that survives. Yeah. It's wow. Not- Mind blowing. <laughs> this article talks about how you know the, the plants that moved ashore 450 million years ago, and red algae arising you know 800 million years ago. So of course they're putting their their storytelling into the into what really was good observational science, and uh, so be able to separate the the fact from the fiction. Be able to when you're reading an article like I like being able to separate fact from fiction. Mm, yeah, Whereas... shame on the shame on the evolutionists for inserting their storytelling. <laughs> into this whereas clearly you know our storybook version where god made all the plants and then the sun and then people out of dirt that's obviously the accurate supposition you're meant to start with that's fact mm-hmm. that's gotta be fact also evolutionist mm. oh are we coining new words because that's a word that doesn't exist or does it? Well, it's a, it's a word that exists in this community. If we want yeah. to ingratiate ourselves, we should start using it. 
I, I don't feel like I can. I feel like I'll be doing <laughs> I'll, a disservice to I'll humanity. Do I'll do it for both of us. Sorry, right, I don't mind. Do it for Gigantor. <laughs> I'm doing it for Gigantor. <laughs> they had actually a couple theories. One was that maybe instead of evolving on land, it evolved in the ocean and then in, on the land. Um, or they said maybe it evolved separately in two different times. And again, like the, the odds for it developing once and then for it to happen two different times um, is really astronomically difficult. And she probably should check those odds because convergent evolution is something that happens it is a thing it is a real it, thing it's a real thing i actually know that one convergent <laughs> evolution i learned it something at school you done it you done oh, it yeah education works this is like extra interesting for me as well because there was a thing a little while ago i don't know if you saw this i'm gonna butcher half remembering a news story <laughs> but they right. they found uh some sea creature that had evolved specific parts for going on land and then then basically gone back to the sea and now has sort of redundant you know th- there's obvious traces of evolution where it like went from the sea to the land and then back to the sea um, what i'd be really interested to know what doctor i've forgotten her name again what's wrong with me Ka- kaya 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 kaya, kaya? kaya. yeah kaya. i'd i'd know i'd be interested to know what dr k thinks about uh that kind of story are you talking about whales, not the country? Whales? I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a little, a smaller fish, but maybe, it, maybe. Was, it might have been more than one thing. Because whales did have a land-based ancestor, right? Right. And, maybe I'm, then, maybe I'm thinking of whales. I'm not sure. Could be, but again, not the country. Not the country. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> British jokes. Yay! Sorry, Paul. <laughs> And in all honesty, it just shows a great example of design. Absolutely, because you see so many of those systems in biology, right? Like all these interdependent components Absolutely. working together at the same time. So you actually have a lot of like the kind of chicken and egg dilemmas. Mm-hmm. So then they have to ask, okay, well, which evolved first? But from a biblical perspective, you don't even have that problem. It's kind of a lazy look at life. Mm. like Just going, yeah, we can't figure it out. So let's just say God did it. We love God of the gaps. Yay. Yeah. Also, chicken and egg, I think, is a long resolved it's the egg. Yeah. The egg came yeah. first. But, but where did the egg like, come from? <laughs> I was um I just did a video on some evidence for God. It was actually by a Muslim channel, but it was basically the exact same thing as like answers in Genesis's stuff, except that Muslims tend to believe in evolution, so it was a little bit more intelligent, slightly. <laughs> wow. But it was any video titled Evidence for God is always <laughs> you've got to be braced for some interesting stuff. Yeah, right. But they were talking about design, so I just for fun I looked up like examples of what you would consider sort of unintelligent design. Like if God did it, why is it like this? And there's like <laughs> so much bad design in humans and like other animals. It's like we our spines are so screwed up, like we should be right. walking on all fours. We shouldn't be bipedal. It's, it's that's why like most adults have lower back pain. Yeah, it's so oh, messed up. I'm there. I've yeah. had lower back pain for three or four years now. There you go. It's because it's because of your God's late poor 30s. design. Yeah, and so also now you've got someone to I, blame. I had my poorly designed appendix taken out as well. So oh, that doesn't help. No, that doesn't help. What? Getting yeah. rid of it? Am I going to die now? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right now because you've oh, undone okay. God's mistake. Oh, sure. Phew. Phew. <laughs> but think about the Christians who want to add the hundreds of millions or the billions of years to the Bible. You've got these plants because a lot of times like this day-age theory where each of the days is really long periods of time. So the plants are created on day three, right? But the things that are going to pollinate the plants, the insects, the crustaceans, the other things are not going to be until day five. And if each of the days are hundreds of millions of years long, how are those plants surviving for all of that time without... Something to pollinate it. Right. But from a biblical perspective, there's no problem. 
from a biblical perspective, zero problem in, yeah. uh, you know, some things being created before the sun. You can survive a day or two without the sun. Easy. Who needs that? The size of this is a source of light and warmth. Right. And energy. And energy. And energy. And everything. Right. And uh, but <laughs> in so in certain biblical perspectives, those days would have lasted millions of years just to mm. explain it away but but in this version it was only like two or three days yeah then we've got and the whole problem of, of when, works. <laughs> when there was a global flood in in this version of life all the plant life being that deep underwater mm. would never have survived i mean we're getting off on a, ta- a tangent here but you know yeah i mean also answers in genesis also likes to say oh well the insects all survived because they can fly and the fish survived because they can swim but then you've got issues with the salt water and the fresh water right. and i really just don't think any of them have actually thought it through in a no. logical way this is how many animals could have fit in the ark Right. Therefore, we've sorted it. Yeah. Problem yeah. solved. And they've not really thought through any of the other problems. <laughs> flies flying for over 150 days or whatever it is. Yeah. Poor flies. They only live for a it, couple of days. Exactly. <laughs> but in biblical terms, that's millions of years. Uh, but sometimes. I thought that was, no, that's wrong. Tim said that's wrong, though. Yeah. So Some versions of biblical things. God, it's complicated. It <laughs> it's, is complicated. Isn't it just? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not a fly. Yeah, me too. Because they can survive for the, you know, a day and a half or two days or so until God makes those, the other creatures that are going to come along and do the pollination. Sure. Uh, so it's not a problem from a biblical perspective, but if you're trying to cram that billions of years into the Bible, you create a lot of issues. I, um, I got, I got a question for Tim. Why? <laughs> I don't think he can answer. <laughs> well, maybe one day he'll watch this and he'll answer. I just want oh, a maybe. letter from my favourite actor. That's what it's all about. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You can go on cameo for that. <gasps> Imagine that. Oh, Tim should have a, a gigantic cameo. That would be amazingly Shouldn't hilarious. He? Shouldn't he? But I'm. But I just. I just. Why? Why didn't God make the pollinating stuff on the same day he made the plants? Yeah. I don't understand. Why did he need a nap? Like I get did it. He... I get tired. But you know when you make something and mm. you think, oh, this thing's going to be amazing, and you go, look, I've made this thing, and then you walk away and go, why isn't it working properly? And then three days later you go, oh, that's why. That's because... it. God was in the shower, and he yeah. suddenly twigs, uh, yeah. like when you're coding, he suddenly realised the mistake he's made. <laughs> he forgot to put in a semicolon. <laughs> Whoops. You're giving me a lot of credit saying that I could do coding. I, I suppose that wasn't <laughs> directly at me. One. I should have said one, one. rather than a, you. A person. Use the proper language. <laughs> And like even an article from Science in 2020 had said, originally, trying to get around this problem a little bit, evolutionists thought, well, maybe wind pollination evolved first and then insect pollination. But then in 2020, they were like, well, that seems like an oversimplification. In other ways, the actual science, the, the evidence that we see that we can observe doesn't match that evolutionary assumption. So again, like you really can't get around the need for the designer. And, and not only that, um, where did the pollen come from in the first place? <laughs> Look at the trees. <laughs> Where did it where come did, from? Where did it come from? Where did it it's, all come from? God's like Sandman. He reaches into his pouch and he just blows and there's the pollen. Ah, that topical as well. Mm. I've been watching Sandman. It's great. What are you going to do? Something that will make God absolutely live. Oh, good. I worked on it. You didn't. I did. Oh, man. Slip in now- an opportunity to show off. <laughs> Well, you you did. When the last living thing dies, I'll put the chairs on the table, turn out the lights and 
lock the universe behind me when I leave. I once voiced a McDonald's commercial. Does that... That doesn't count. That's pretty good. Ready for the best news you've heard all day? Your local McDonald's is now open for drive-thru! Not pretty once, more than once, but even so, it's not its not as good as Sandman. Jeez. It's probably a bigger brand. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not a great brand for, you know, health and stuff, <laughs> is it? All right. Well, let's move on to our next article, and that is Biden's Title IX rule could mean your daughter's college roommate will be a man. And uh, so if you're not familiar with Title IX, Title IX was something that was passed uh, several decades ago that was, I think, largely to do with women's sports. And it's also now being applied to... Um, who's going to be living in what dorms, and you're not allowed to ask certain questions. So I'll take it away. Yeah, I mean, one thing we can really see going on here is the redefinition of language, um, then bringing in the definition, distinguishing that between your gender identity, which is how you feel on the inside. But now with this law, they're bringing even the word sex, which originally meant biology and genetics, under this umbrella of gender identity too. So it's shifted completely the other way. So now you only have feelings as the authority for truth. Oh, oh, so feelings, (laughs) feelings... And how you feel defines everything. Mm. Whereas it should be God and what God says that defines yeah. everything. And we like this is a good thing. Well, it's not a good thing because it goes completely against what we believe about gender. Mm. That's, that's what they're saying, right? Pretty much. Yeah. I, I hate that I only ever bring intersex people up in discussions on trans people because it's not really fair to use them as like a talking point. Mm-hmm. But... This does, again, this worldview throws intersex people under the bus. It's like, oh, it's, it should all be based on genetics. Well, there's God's perfect design somehow didn't actually make everyone man and woman with all these specific categories. Right. It's, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've, I find this very frustrating and ignorant. And, and yeah. the, the language thing is very funny. We've already laughed about evolutionist and how yeah. they're trying to introduce this into the lexicon. And it's like, language does evolve. Like, that's why the dictionary updates every couple Mm -hmm. of years. That's why it's people's jobs to read the dictionary. I just read a fiction book where the main character's job was to go through the dictionary and update terms and stuff. amazing. But like, that's that's somebody's job because language does evolve. Like, what should we all be speaking ancient Germanic? Because that's where English comes from. Or should we all be grunting and, you know, banging things? Pointing at things. Just because tree. that's how tree. we used to talk. Look We're at tree. this. Look at tree. This. Magic tree. <laughs> God, fake tree. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> we, I know that evolutionists is going to become a word then. It's going to be a thing. It might well. It might well do. Yeah. Oh. And they'll be thrilled. They won't mind if the language changes to include that. It's sure. just if it changes... So that sex doesn't mean what they thought it did, you know, yeah. or what it did in medical journals 80 years ago, then they'll be unhappy. Doesn't feel like that long ago, but actually so much has changed in 80 years. Well, I mean, we've we've had a long history of getting medical science very wrong oh, <laughs> to promote like, yeah. sexist agendas and racist agendas. Like, it has to update because we yeah. learn more, you know, that's right. just life. <laughs> It's not and good be to willing that. to update it. Be yeah. willing to go, oh, that was wrong because this, now we've updated it, here's where we should be. And, you know, the thing is, I mean, their problem here is trans people. They're not being super overt about it. Maybe they will be, but their problem here is trans people. And it's like trans people being involved in uh, studying the science of gender has opened up our eyes to what gender and sex are so much mm-hmm. like the, we used to think the brain was very strictly gendered and it's so not in the ways that we thought and hormones affect our bodies in different ways you know 
the levels of testosterone and stuff people produce is different if you have a child you know and based on if you're like doing masculine activities your hormone levels will change there's so much there that is way more complex although they they said that earlier in the first story when science said it's more complicated than that that's an oversimplification that was their way of saying (laughs) well it's probably god then so maybe that maybe that doesn't work you explained that very well and i felt like i I learned loads it's only because I've talked about it a million times. Oh, now. there you go. I know where I'm coming for more information on this. Thanks, Emma. Well, and they're not obligated to let you know who your roommate is either. And so, um, and and so, someone who maybe some may have begin to identify as a female maybe when they were 13. Some may have decided last month. Why is it always trans folks who now identify as female? Yeah, it's always trans it's women. Always, yeah, always that are at trans the women. Of this yeah. argument, I think. Yeah. I have been mulling over the potential reasons and I think at least a part of it is homophobia. I think it's internalised homophobia. And I think a lot of men are anxious that they will be attracted to a trans woman and that that will somehow make them gay. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. The fear of like women's spaces being invaded, I think some of that might be like a fear of men, which from the kind of biblical perspective and the strict gender roles they have almost kind of makes sense, mm-hmm. which is not a very flattering view of men either. Or <laughs> It basically is like men are a threat and therefore yep. trans women are a threat. That's this right. position, which is not I've, very considerate to anyone. I've, uh, I've had many, many arguments on uh, a, a popular social media platform mm-hmm. uh, and actually lost friends through it. Because oh. they've said that it's just an excuse. And, and I don't think this. This is what they've said. We just think men want to pretend to be women so they can flash their penises. <laughs> That's, that was their, their mentality, which, which is, is just extra funny ludicrous. Because a cis man just had like his comedy, was it a comedy tour or something? He mm-hmm. was performing on stage and he flashed his penis at the audience what it was a big news story and everyone with the answers in genesis perspective is talking about how it's woke gone mad and it's because he doesn't like trans people or something that his show was pulled when he actually flashed his genitals at the audience oh my word (laughs) and it's like and here's the thing like Trans people face so much discrimination. Uh-huh. No one in their right mind would pretend to be trans for right. any reason. It's like right. there was controversy over a J.K. Rowling book where mm-hmm. the main character is like a serial killer, I think, who dresses right. is a man who dresses as a woman, and so that's kind of like this, you know, fear. And it's like, okay, that was based on a, you know, a real sort of serial killer of the past or whatever. It's like, yeah, there was no transness involved. It was just, if a man wanted to do that, he can just, he doesn't have to pretend to be trans. He can just dress as a woman and sneak into a woman's space. It's like, it it doesn't happen. There's just no link between like bathroom safety and trans people or just changing rooms and trans people. And it's like, this is the personal side, right? And I did halls when I was a student and it was fucking awful but uh, <laughs> i did halls and i hated it but it's like i would so much rather have a trans roommate than like mm-hmm. a creationist roommate right a hundred percent someone with this this like weird biblical strict gender role perspective i would be way more freaked out by than right. just a regular trans person yeah Going back to the uh, seeing genitalia you don't want to see in a public changing room, here's some advice. Don't go looking at people's genitalia whilst you're in a changing room. Yeah. That's, maybe, that's... That, maybe that's some sort of internalised homophobia. Yeah. Where they're in the changing rooms looking at ladies and they maybe. don't want to be looking at men and right. they haven't quite put 
one and two together. I don't know. That's that could be a thing. It could Life be. It's only this is the thing as well, and again, why I'd much rather have just a normal trans person as a roommate than somebody like this. Because like one of I saw one of the like prominent they're, they're called gender critics because they don't want to be called oh, transphobes. GCs. GCs, one of the prominent GCs, was posting on Twitter a while ago saying, I went out and all of the women's chests were so small, you know, what's happening? <laughs> Basically implying oh, no. that it's trans people's fault and that it's all as a result of mastectomies or whatever. And I'm just like, why are you oh. going out staring at women's chests? Oh my word. You're the creep. <laughs> You're yeah. the predator. What is <laughs> wrong with people? God. Oh my word. My yeah. eyes are up here. My eyes are up here. <laughs> Sometimes you just wear a baggy shirt or a sports bra. Yeah. Calm down. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm sorry on behalf of him. I'm not. He's he doesn't deserve my forgiveness. So strange. <laughs> uh, there are and yeah consequences of those young girls who are off in college and get stuck with a male roommate. Um, you know, hopefully nothing would happen. But the schools are supposed to be protecting students from any sort of sexual assault or putting them into places where that's going to happen. What and- happened here? Again. It's the exact same thing I said earlier. It's the assumption that men and trans women are naturally predators. It's the same thing that inspires, like, modesty culture and purity culture. It's like women women can't even share a room with a man because a man might do something scary right does tim think that is he does he have the image of himself that he is some sort of animal that would like lose control around a young woman or something oh maybe that is what it is and he's like just going i'm protecting you from myself yeah we men are dangerous (laughs) yeah yeah it's freaky it's it's a really weird mentality isn't it just but then this, this plays right into women's sports as well, because you know, Title IX originally was to create a platform where women would have an opportunity to have sports. And now these things are the, the same sort of things being used where men can suddenly identify as a woman and dominate that female sport. They're not now identifying as women. They are women. They are women. They yeah. are women, Tim. They've always been women. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just women and they want to do sports. So they do women's sports because that is the categorization that is already in the yeah. system. Yeah. This, again, this is another thing that was in a recent news story where it's like this woman, I I believe it was cycling. Right. Yes, I remember. I think this has happened with swimming and stuff as well, but I think this one Mm -hmm. was cycling that I read last. And she uh, she did a race, and it was all fine. She had to go. She has to go through all this stuff, all these questions and things before she's allowed to compete. It's very, it sounds very complicated. And then she competed in it, and she came sixth, and it, nobody batted an eye. And then a week later, she competed in another competition. She came second, got silver medal. And then a week after that, she had her medal removed. Uh, she had her medal, medal taken away, and they said, in retrospect, actually, you're not allowed to compete. And it was fully just, they they completely changed the rules after the fact because they don't want the pushback of a trans woman winning a medal. And there was also, there was recently, there was this photo that was being shared around by these people of non-binary, I think again, this was cycling. It was like a non-binary race. um, And it was Mm -hmm. like, all the people on this podium are trans. And it was like, well, it was only, (laughs) it was only trans people competing. (laughs) Oh God, right. (laughs) There's, There's this crazy idea that, Again, no trans person would go through the hell they have to go through in sports just, just to, to beat some pit folks. And like they just they don't have the crazy advantage like every trans person doesn't have this insane advantage that no. they're imagining. I saw a tweet from a, a cis gendered lady who was something like six foot two and like really broad and she's like, I'm getting people attacking me because 
I don't conform to what folks suggest is is a normal woman yeah. and and so and and I do have some advantages and in sports because I am bigger but I'm mm-hmm. cis and this is just how I am yeah this is an interesting thing with the sports thing as well is that they've tried a couple of times to to sort of limit the categories by testosterone levels that oh, wow. affects a lot of cis women predominantly mm-hmm. women of color Mm-hmm. Um, so you get like this historical racism in sport combining with this transphobia and you're just right. trying all these methods to keep it gender categorized that just don't work. And it's like, does it matter? Everybody, like if you're taller, if you've got longer, stronger legs, you've probably got a bit of an advantage. If you're left handed, right. you might have a bit of an advantage. It's just if we're going to categorize it this way, we have to deal yeah. with the fact that some people will have advantages. Right. We've all seen Rocky. We know that being a Southpaw is an exactly. advantage. Exactly. Yo, Adrian. Yo, yo, Adrian. Um, wasn't there also, uh, wasn't tennis, wasn't that once a mixed sport? But yes, I think the so. The women kept beating the men and the men got sour about it. So they went, well, we better split it up because we don't want to keep getting beaten. That's right. There was another, I don't know why I'm getting all this cycling news. I think it's my partner <laughs> is into cycling. So I've st- okay. Google started <laughs> throwing cycling stuff at me. <laughs> But there was a race a while ago where the men's group sort of started first and then the women's group were behind and a woman mm-hmm. caught up to the men and she was oh, yes. basically she was so far ahead that they stopped her and she ended up what? losing her position and being really far back because they made her stop because she was faster than the men. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's word. almost like that categorization doesn't work for everyone because people right. are all different. Huh. Strange mm. that. Weird. <laughs> Patricia, you were talking about language a little while ago, who, who defines the language. It's interesting because postmodernists are the ones who really play this game, and this is something that's been going on in our culture for about 70 to 80 years, and now we've really seen it thrown mainstream in the last two decades or so. But they play word games, they redefine words constantly, and yet they were the ones, the way they get people on board is complain about how people, the, the oppressors, will use language to oppress people. What are they doing? They're changing the meaning of words, and they're playing word games to oppress people. They're giant hypocrites. Oh, poor Tim. They're poor using Tim. language against him. Oh, no. He's so oppressed. Look at him. Isn't he? <laughs> He's devastated. He has eyes closed. That was a good moment to pause it. It his, was. Beautiful. <laughs> his eyes are closed. He looks very sad. It's so funny because, like, I literally just I just did a video about... I'm just going to keep plugging my own stuff because apparently I talk <laughs> about the exact same stuff as Answers in Genesis, which is worrying. Hey, uh, watch my videos too. <laughs> I just wanted to get in there, thanks. Yeah, after mine. Uh, <laughs> but I was just looking at um, some of the Christian pushback on like drag story time and drag artists and stuff. Right. And like I had basically the same complaint as Tim, which is people redefining language. But what Tim's talking about is like redefining by consensus, like linguists agreeing that oh everybody is using this term to mean this nowadays so we should put it in the dictionary because this is basically what it means right. whereas people who are transphobic and come from this weird biblical perspective have adopted words like groomer which right. is not recognized by any other meaning other than what it actually is which is building a relationship to you know abuse a young person and they're applying that to trans people or queer people just just for existing that is wow. that is a hundred percent redefining language. Like yeah. accepting that gender and sex are different terms is very different from being like, actually, I've decided to call queer people pedophiles because that yeah. helps me vilify them. Oh wow! 
Oh, wow, Tim. Tim. The stupid guy, Gigantor. Damn it, Gigantor. I forgot to call him Gigantor. I got one back to oh. Tim. Oh, oh I, I did it for you. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you made a great point of, you know, the fact that, you know, they're, they're trying to be so conscientious of offending, but it's actually such a minority. And, and in, in reality, they're actually offending probably a majority. Well, it would yes, uh, cause some, some anxiety probably to, say, women going into dorm rooms not knowing maybe who your roommate's going to be. But, um, yeah, it does kind of show that equality isn't necessarily what they're really going for, or they would consider the anxiety of mm -hmm. the women and also equally protecting safety for everyone. They're going for equality just... Just not your kind of equality, our kind of equality. The equality yeah. we agree to. My equality is where I can discriminate against whoever I want. <laughs> that was yeah. the freedom to discriminate. Yeah, right. That's I not equality, this, Patricia. This amazing argument of, uh, well, they're a minority, so we shouldn't cater right. to them. It's like, well, right. Jewish people were a minority. Um, people of colour were a minority when mm -hmm. uh, it was slavery. And I just don't think that's a very good argument, especially when you, <laughs> you're very adamant about a religion with a history of uh, very poor treatment of minority groups. Right. I think being like, we shouldn't treat them fairly because they're a minority is maybe not the take that you want. I'm in a minority and I don't feel like that. My minority is British atheists living in Bible Belt America. Yeah, well, you, they have the right <laughs> to discriminate against you, I'm afraid. That's fair. <laughs> and they do. And they do, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's my own stupid fault. <laughs> so one thing I'd maybe recommend is if you're going to be going to a secular university um, to to like for instance what I did I didn't have to live in dorms at all I went to some churches beforehand put some bulletins out you know on their on their posters there on the church walls asking like hey are there any couples here Christian couples that I could room with you know look for look for rent renting situations I don't know how I'd feel as a young and I can't identify as this because I'm not one but a young Christian woman looking for somewhere to live choosing to live with a couple who are also christian with a guy who has because of his religion probably been slightly sexually repressed and all of a sudden has another lady living under his roof mm, like, yeah i wouldn't want to do that that's going back to i'd ra much rather live with a trans person than exactly anybody. and yeah. it's and ag again if you're just gonna do the you know facts over feelings like statistically mm -hmm. There's no link between uh, having a trans roommate and them being a predator. There mm -hmm. is quite a substantial <laughs> oh, yeah. link between men in churches and sexual abuse. Like, if you're playing the odds, you're safer with a trans roommate than you are reaching out to a random Christian couple from church that you don't know anything about. Right. Like, I don't think that's a very safe piece of advice, honestly. No, that was terrible. Mm. What? Don't listen to Patricia, folks. Don't do it. Maybe outside the dorm room, find some Christians to stay with. That worked for me really well. And then you also get some built-in Christian mentorship that way as well. And you had mentioned that, you know, they, they talk about how they are concerned for the women or they're concerned for these other groups or in protecting these groups. Actually, what they're really concerned about is tearing down society. It's continually uh, trying to break down the Judeo-Christian worldview to tear apart the family, which then tear, tears apart the society. All I'm hearing is progression's making it harder for Sky Daddy to be believed in. Yep. Yep. My worldview yeah. is, is society. Judeo-Christian society is the only right way to do society. <laughs> right. There's no, like, predominantly atheist countries. There's no predominantly Muslim countries. They don't exist. <laughs> right. The Judeo-Christian way, way is the only way. It, or the highway. Yeah. Families can't exist that include trans people. Oh, Families can't word. exist that include homosexual people. No, it is only Christian couples. Right. 
that can have families and be safe to be around. Yeah. I love just... the idea that everyone, <laughs> everyone who doesn't share their specific worldview on like trans people is a Marxist tearing down society. <laughs> like, not that's not even Mar- that should be like anarchist. Right. I don't think he's even got his his ideologies that he hates correct. <laughs> He's just too busy, like, worrying about when's the next time I'm going to go and look at the trees. When am I going to no, go and look, look at, at the, the trees? trees? I've got to keep myself away from women in case I look yeah. at them wrong and yeah. some animal urge in me comes to life. Oh, wow, yeah. And he's a, he's gigantor as well. He's enormous. He, he's you know, enormous. Yeah, you wouldn't want that prowling after you, would you? <laughs> no. Just imagine Tim Chafee prowling around the woods. Oh, no, you no. do not want that. You don't oh, want no. that. <laughs> Oh, dear. And that's been the goal of postmodernism all along. It's sort of like Marxism light, and you tear down those structures, and we're seeing that happening in our day. So they're not interested in protecting women or children or any other group. They're interested in, in revolution. That's ultimately what they want, and that's been their stated goal all along. You just have to be aware of that. Tell me you have a persecution complex without telling me you have persecution <laughs> complex. I want to meet who the person is that's had this stated goal all along of tearing down society <laughs> via being progressive. Who's Tim's got a friend that I could really get along with, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> we, he's got to be on Facebook. We should just go through his friends list and just message yeah. everyone. Are you trying to be progressive and destroy society? Yes, is I'm, it looking you? For, I'm looking for somebody who's trying to destroy Judeo-Christian <laughs> values and eliminate society. I <laughs> will friend one? that person straight away. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Also, like it's like oh they don't care about the people they're not ca- they don't really care about children or whatever except that it's like beyond a shadow of a doubt all of the evidence all of the studies everything 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 suggests that by accepting trans people and providing access to gender affirming healthcare that uh-huh. saves lives that reduces suicide rates and depression that helps mental health issues if you care about people that is what helps like right. it's it's Tim's worldview that is actually hurting the kids and hurting hindering people. it all yeah. yeah come on tim it does mention uh like an online portal where you can weigh in and you know if the, if the public speaks out against things like this we do have a voice right. and so there are some ways to to speak into this good point well, let's hope that enough people do segregation anyone yeah 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 let's hope enough people complain that we can yeah <laughs> we can properly segregate right uh, there's no it's not even like secret it's the same discrimination that mm-hmm. Christians had against black people. It's the same discrimination right. Christians had against gays. Trans people mm-hmm. are just the new target. There's no difference yeah. in rhetoric. There's no difference in method. It's just this it's is just the new target. It's just the group target. that it's aimed to, aimed at. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Ridiculous. Damn it, Gigantor. Um, <laughs> Stupid. Go back to prowling in the woods. Yeah, go back to the woods, Gigantor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like we could we could do more. Or we could give Paul Logia back his channel. Yes, <laughs> I think we should probably return time. it. <laughs> okay, well, where can we find you, Emma? You can find me at Emma Thorne on YouTube. Very easy to find. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find me at The Skeptic on the YouTube. Beautiful. Thanks, Paul Logia, for letting us hang out on your channel and Thanks, react Paul. to some some silly stuff. Some silly eggs. We enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed yep. it. Next time, more ham, please. More ham, please. Thank you. More ham. And please ask us back for another British takeover at some point. Thanks. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Cool, right. Amazing. My voice just broke. That's fine. Ignore this bit, Paul. Ignore Mm. it. Ignore this bit. (laughs) We're just fucking around.